0: Today's episode of the Fieldhouse Files is brought to you by Robinhood. With Robinhood, you can invest in stocks, options, and ETFs right from your phone. You can spend and earn interest on uninvested cash. And with fractional shares, you can buy stocks in any amount, including companies like Apple, like Amazon, and Tesla, for as little as $1. And that's with no commission fees or account minimums. So whether you're new to investing or ready to learn, or just looking for a better experience, stop waiting and join the 10 million Robinhood users. Listeners can get started with a free stock by going to Robinhood.com. All investments involve risk. This is not an investment in advice, a recommendation, or solicitation of any security. Other fees may apply. Visit rbnhd.co forward slash fees the fee stock program is subject to certain limitations annual percentage yield on uninvested cash is paid by program banks and is variable robin hood financial is not a bank And welcome into another episode of the Fieldhouse Files. We're recording this late Wednesday afternoon. The big news, of course, earlier in the day, first reported by our own Sham Sharani, of the fact that Victor made his return date public. He's targeting January 29th. That's a home game against the Chicago Bulls, and it's also after the Pacers returned from a five-game road trip. Now, why does that date make sense? For one, it's more than a year after his surgery. Secondly, It's the fact that he'll get a few practice days in with the team after they return from the road trip and then they don't play another game for a couple more days. So it also gives him a recovery time. So on this podcast, you'll hear from Shams himself discussing the interview and his perception of Victor and his mood and everything after making his announcement public earlier today on Twitter. And then you'll hear from Victor himself because Vic spoke about 30 minutes before the Pacers hosted the Miami Heat to Bankers Life Fieldhouse on Wednesday night. But first, a couple more thoughts from my end. This is something that I know Victor has been tracking for quite a while. The Pacers strategically have not made any date public. It's something they kind of um, did on purpose because they did not want um, a potential date to kind of hold a player down or for the other players to, to focus in on that are the fans as well. They wanted to focus on the present. And with Victor, that's his rehab. Victor has his own physical therapist right here in Indianapolis. He has his own uh, medical team in terms of he goes down to Miami for his individual doctor. And then, of course, he works daily with the Pacers training staff. So this was a, a collaborative decision and effort in terms of victor and when he is returning i can tell you that the pacers have weekly meetings nate mcmillan shared um about victor and about his health and if i'm nate to be honest it's something i'm kind of getting tired of of answering questions on but it's the reality when it's your top player when it's the best player the face of the team and so this has injected a little bit of life i think into the fan base as well coming off of kind of football season wrapping up, the Colts season being over with, now they can really turn their full attention to the Pacers, and it'll be fascinating, I know, for fans to see Victor hopefully back out there on his target date, which is January 29th against the Chicago Bulls, and uh, that will be a fun one, but until then, the Pacers have a road-heavy schedule to finish out January, but uh, enough of my thoughts. Let's get into my conversation with Sham Sharania, and then you'll hear from Victor himself as he talked to us before Wednesday night's game. All right, as promised, I bring in the one who broke the news earlier this afternoon. That's Sham Sharaniya, who had the intel, who sat down with Victor. So, Shams, thanks for joining me. And uh, let's go back to that conversation you had with Victor. What can you share uh, about that conversation, when and where it happened and everything?
1: Yeah, it was in Indianapolis um, on Tuesday um, evening at uh, his rec- at his recording studio. And um, it was, you know, it was a few weeks, months in the making, but it was great getting a chance to sit down. And I'm overall, in over the course of the year, Scott, I'm sure you know, just trying to continue to, you know, it's been fun doing a lot of video sit-downs with guys, um, you know, from Dwight Howard to Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, Kendrick Nunn, Lou Williams, Montrezl Harrell. It's been just fun racking all these up and getting to see a different side of these guys and um, seeing a different side, a vulnerable, um, you know, revealing side, an open side of um, of Victor Oladipo on Tuesday night. And so, you know, honestly, the, the news aspect of it was that he is planning on making his season debut from... Uh, serious, serious right uh, knee injury um, on January 29th when the Pacers host the Bulls in Indianapolis, and so that's going to be the headline. And just his emotions, I thought was was great to get out there um, before the full interview. That's that's going to drop here within the next week.
0: Yeah, and to go back to your first point, that's kind of the big thing that you get out of these video series is is the guys to open up and and share some vulnerable moments. And for Victor, this is a situation where his, his first love was taken away from him, right? Like. At this point, it's been almost a year since he crippled to the floor, went down with a ruptured quad 10 and an injury that just does not happen really in the NBA, an unpredictable one. And so it's something that he and his own medical team have had to navigate. Uh, what what was his mood? What was his feeling like during that conversation and the, the moments leading up to it as he was about to share that information with you?
1: Yeah, I, you know, those around him and and – And uh, Scott, I'm sure you've heard the same. Like, he's been targeting this date. Um, He's had this mindset made up, I believe, for the last two weeks. Um, You know, he's had routine checkups with his own doctors, with the Pacers medical staff, just making sure everyone's on the same page. And once he had pinpointed this date, uh, informed the Pacers, and both sides were on board uh, and have been on board. Again, you know, setbacks can happen. We'll see over the next few weeks, you know, how his progress Um, you know, comes about, but listen, he's been doing five on five, four on four. He's been practicing with the G league team for the last couple of months. So this has been a long time in the making a year, um, a little over a year to the date he's going to end up making his return on the 29th. And so, for him, it, it's, it's really been about, it's emotional. You know, I think he was, he was very emotional when the injury happened. I think he had family members that were very emotional and that he, you know, he got to deal with. And so it's, it's going to be, you know, for him, his family, everyone around him, I think that's going to be a very, very emotional night.
0: Yeah, and those that know him, family is everything. And it, it was quite interesting, the fact that that night he went down, his mom, Joan, Was actually in Indianapolis and was able to take care of him and be there for him. And then they both went down to Miami where he obviously rehabbed away from the team. Just as a general sense, how much more are you seeing guys kind of do their own thing medically and rehab away from the team? Because I think that's something now, Shams, that we're seeing more and more as guys are more focused and more involved in their own health.
1: Yeah, 100%, Scott. And you know, you you see, you tend to see when guys take their own medical situations in their own hands, whether that's Kevin Durant when he went to New York and got his Achilles surgery or Kawhi Leonard, when he got his own doctors, when he was going Mm -hmm. through the quad thing, or Victor Oladipo having his own medical, you know, third party medical person. I think, you know, it's a smart thing to do. You know, if you're from the agent player perspective, you want to have someone that's unbiased, that's just working for you that, and and listen, the Pacers are going to have the best, they're going to have the best in mind for Victor Oladipo as well. And I know the, the Pacers, mindset has been throughout this whole thing is let's bring him along slowly let's let's have a lot of caution with this process have a lot of you know let's nurture him along and just hope that he stays on this path uh to return I don't think there's been any you know push from them like hey we need you back on this date or 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 it's really been left to 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 Victor Oladipo to kind of go through his own you know mentality of when he wants to return and um I think you know, like you said, I think there's been a lot of that around the league, and I think this situation is no different. And it's just about working hand in hand with the organization.
0: Yeah, and we've seen the front office kind of be strict about not trying to set a timeline and not put a date out there. And I actually agree with that line of thinking because, say, he decides a date is just not right, or or whatever it is, you kind of push them to that moment. And then if it's not it, then it's a setback, and everybody uh, is concerned. But to this point, the one thing Sean's said. Nate's really stresses it, is that he has not had any setbacks. He continues to make progress. But the real thing we need to see is for him to play with the top unit, with the, the key guys for the Pacers. Because what we've seen in practice, I'm telling you, he's going against staffers. He's going with the end of bench guys. Now, he looks sharp, um, but not, don't. And the other thing, I think, is to not expect maybe 95% of him, maybe 90%. This is an injury that he probably, much like we saw with Paul, will not look the same probably until next fall.
1: Yeah, no, one hundred percent. And I think Victor Oladipo, and he goes into a little bit in the interview, and uh, you know he he's gonna come back with the same mentality, like all star, like I'm full full swinging, and um, you know obviously that could be ugly at the beginning. Um, it's gonna take him some time, as it does with any player coming off of this type type of, you know absence, you know year long absence. You're not just gonna come back and start guns blazing. But yeah. I do think the mentality aspect, the mentality of how Vic approaches his comeback will be important. And then you also have to look at it like this Jeremy Lamb, TJ Warren, um, you have an Aaron Holiday, Justin Justin Holiday coming off the bench. Like these guys one of these guys, maybe two of these guys, are gonna have their minutes reduced. You know, I'm sure, you know, there've been different, you know, minutes restrictions and whether he's gonna start or come off the bench already being discussed for Oladipo and You know, either way, there's no way they're letting him come back given how cautious they've been and playing 30 minutes, right? But eventually, he's going to play himself into that 30 minute mark and 30, 35 minute mark. And that's when one of these guys, maybe two of these guys, you know, their role is going to diminish. So, how the inner workings of this team also develop will be uh, just as vital to watch.
0: Yeah, the trickle down effect will be interesting. The other thing, obviously, is the fact that since this team this year, there's nine new players, nine guys that. Um, Victor has not played with. Shams, I know you're busy. I do want to leave you with one last question. Just big picture, because you cover this league from a national perspective or talking to executives and players around the league frequently. Um, the question I'm curious about is what is the national perception of the Pacers both with and without Victor? Because they have excelled um, under the leadership of Malcolm Brogdon this season.
1: 100%. Well, you know, when I talk to league executives, it's the culture that Indiana, that the Pacers have built. You know, I think uh, Kevin Pritchard, Chad Buchanan, Peter Dinwiddie, Nate McMillan, like the first, you know, five, six games of the season. I'm like, you know, they're going down a wrong, wrong path. Yeah. Bad path. <laughs> and and then they, they flip it around. They stick with it. They stick with this group and, you know, Malcolm Bogdan gets sidelined, Aaron Hoddy gets inserted. He ends up starting to blossom at different points. And I do think there are teams that are going to start to to really start to you know, pinpoint him as a guy that they could try to acquire. Because if you look at their backcourt rotation, Malcolm Brogdon, Victor Oladipo, Jeremy Lamb, that core is set. And so, you know, which guys could be the odd man out? But overall, I think people look at the culture, um, the identity that this team has built for them to be, is what, to succeed without Oladipo. You know, they were 10 games above five hundred at one point this season. And I think a lot of teams are wondering if Victor Oladipo could be that missing piece for this team. Oladipo believes so. We'll see if he's going to be right or wrong. But either way, I mean, I'm sure it's going to, you know, they'll welcome him back with open arms.
0: Well, Victor's confidence has never wavered. He's a very confident guy, and that has persisted throughout this injury. And so um, it'll be interesting to see how both he and the Pacers look as they kind of enter the second phase of the season, is how the front office is looking at it. Well, Shams, I know you talked about, we saw a snippet of the interview. Where can we see um, this upcoming full interview that you recorded with Victor the other night?
1: Yeah I, I I'm expecting the full interview uh by either Friday or Monday um but it it'll be on my Twitter on on stadium uh, watchstadium.com it'll be on my Instagram Shams NBA so um you can you can hopefully find it somewhere <laughs> I appreciate it buddy good work and uh
0: hopefully we'll see you here in in Indianapolis again soon publicly you as well here at Bankers Life Fieldhouse all right
1: Yes, sir. Thank you, Scott. I appreciate
0: you. The playoffs are finally here. There's only a few more games left before the champ is crowned. Don't be caught saying wait till next year. Like 24 other teams, get in on all the action this weekend with the DraftKings Sportsbook app. With so much going on this weekend, they have great promotions running every day. From odds boost to free bets, DraftKings has it all. Plus, DraftKings Sportsbook is a safe and secure betting app. You can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. It's no wonder that DraftKings Sportsbook is America's top rated sportsbook app. And to top it all off, DraftKings Sportsbook is offering their best sign up offer to date right now. You won't want to miss this. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code FAST. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. That's right. DraftKings Sportsbook is going all out with a sign-up bonus up to $1,000. Don't forget, that's code FAST. And get your sign-up bonus up to $1,000 only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Indiana only. Bonus comprised of first deposit bonus and a first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25 times play through. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Oh, man,
2: Thank you. <clears throat> This must be a special day or something because we're doing media on game day before <laughs> the game starts. This is fun. How y'all doing? Everybody good? Celeste, Chrissy, how y'all doing? Vic, what uh, led you to pick this date? And is this about the length of time you thought it would take
0: for you to be able to play again?
2: Uh, you know, I wasn't really sure. You know, um, doing research on other guys who've had injuries before me, it's been different for them. Uh, obviously, you know, I wanted to be smart about my uh, certain injury that I have and about my career and about myself, and I just felt like, you know, uh, waiting this time, um this time length was was good for me uh, um, and my body especially just given its its natural healing process uh, of the human body so I think waiting a year was was good for me and uh, I think the date is good it's something to look forward to uh, but again nothing is definite nothing is promised you know things been going great so far knock on wood uh, so hopefully it continues to do that has there been a moment uh, during this process maybe most recently where you did something on the court or something, you're like, okay, I'm I'm starting to feel like myself here a little bit, maybe? Uh, Honestly, it's just a little bit of of everything every day. You know, I I can feel myself getting stronger, Um, you know, feel myself um, actually starting to feel kind of normal. You know, when you wake up, you can obviously feel and tell that I've had surgery, but, you know, I can feel myself starting slowly but surely to actually wake up and feel normal, so. Um, it's a great
0: feeling, feeling normal. <laughs> Vic, last time we talked, you said building strength and stamina was the key points. How is that coming along? And is there anything else you want to progress upon your return?
2: Um, I think it's coming along well. Um, obviously, you know, it's kind of hard to, uh, kind of simulate a, a real NBA game, a live action, but, uh, you know, credit to medical staff here, uh, my guys, their guys just doing a great job of, of working as a team to make sure I'm ready, um, uh, uh, make sure that I'm healthy. Um, make sure that everything is right, um, and getting the best possible uh, stimulation or simulation. Excuse me. Uh, <laughs> I said stimulation, Lord. Simulation. Put that on. Make sure you write that the right word. All right. <laughs> um, for me, so I can kind of simulate the game. So um, it's been great. You know, um, they've done a great job. Um, I guess you can shout out to my body for doing a great job of healing, but. Uh, for the most part, man, I'm just looking forward to going out there and playing basketball again. Um, it's what I love to do. Um, it's the first thing I ever fell in love with besides my mother and my family. So I'm looking forward to being able to play it again.
0: When you talk about feeling normal when you wake up in the morning, is, it, is that really kind of the only time you notice the, the injury? In other words, when you're playing five on five, four on four, do you really feel normal in that moment?
2: Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, when I'm out there playing, it feels good. Um, you know, obviously during the rehab process, it wasn't always sunshine and rainbows. Um, there were some good days or not. There were some not so good days, but um, it's been a long process, obviously, but I'm continuing to get better. Nothing significant has happened to where, you know, we almost have to, you know, push, the, push things back or start over. So not going with. So for the most part, you know, I've just been taking it one day at a time. I know that might sound cliche, but during rehab, that's something you have to do. You have to attack every day differently. Um, but with the same mindset. So I'm just looking forward to the date, hopefully. You know, everything works out great, and I'm able to go out there and play with those guys in the locker room. Uh, we have a great team, um, a really, really good team. Um, and I feel like I can help us. So I'm looking forward to that opportunity of joining these great group of guys and trying to do something special. Vic, uh, you said you did some research on it. Did you talk – not that many people, at least in the NBA – the last guy was Tony Parker, who's now retired, who's had the injury. So when you say you did research and talked to people, was it was it guys like that that you kind of went through to figure out? Your research? Yeah, I mean, I've, I've talked to a few guys. Uh, some, you know, who are relevant. Some who aren't relevant. Um, some who, you know, are um, very aware of the injury and uh, things that go into it. And then some who aren't as aware. Um, But they just know Uh, so I wish I could tell you those names, but um, honestly, I think it's better off just Being informed with me and that person or me whoever it is Uh, But I learned a lot about the injury and just injuries in general Um, I know new terminologies now and (laughs) you would think I'm my own personal trainer, so um, It's kind of been fun actually learning It feels like I'm back in school again, because you got to actually know what's going on uh, so that when you ask questions, you know, you might have an answer to it instead of asking a question and not having any knowledge of it. So um, it's been a great process, though. Everyone's different is basically what I've learned. And um, even though, you know, those guys had different return dates, I didn't really have to kind of test myself or. Um, kind of compare and contrast myself to their their uh injury and their return dates because everyone's different so I think the way I did it was best for me and the way they did it was best for them so that's what it's all about are you when you come back are you going gonna be eased in you think off the bench or you're starting that when you come back you're ready to i have, have no ready? idea um I have no idea um no idea. i honestly I'm just Glad that I can even put on the jersey again and go out there and play with those guys. Um, It's been a crazy journey. Um, It's been a tough journey, but it's molded me into a better person. I truly believe that. Uh, I don't think God will put me through anything I couldn't handle, Um, and I think I've handled it well so far. Obviously, it's just the beginning of a long journey, God willing. So I'm looking forward to seeing what lies ahead. So wherever those guys need me to perform and, Wherever I feel like I can help my team, that's where I'll be at. Vic, to piggyback on what you just said, what did you learn about yourself during this process? I learned a lot about myself during this process. Um, I learned to value myself uh, and how much value not only I bring to myself and my immediate family, but the people in this state, um, the value that I bring to my friends, uh, my extended family, and just people in general. When I play, I've been playing for, you know, obviously the norms, playing for my God first and foremost, for my family, for my friends. But I've learned over the last 12 months that it's bigger than that. I'm playing for something way bigger than that and for people that I might not even know. Um, and the way I play and going out there and putting on that jersey affects not only me and my family, but it affects a lot of people. And I never would have really understood that if I didn't get hurt. So obviously I knew it was important to put on that jersey and play this game at the highest level possible. But now I appreciate it even more because I know how many lives it affects and how many lives it changes. Um, I know my worth and I know my value, not only to my family, but to this game in general. Um, So I'll never ever take that for granted ever
0: again. To that end, is there a sense of relief now that the date you've been targeting is kind of public?
2: Uh, I mean, relief for y'all, so y'all can write something. Yeah, probably. (laughs) Um, but for me, you know, um, you know, it's great to have a goal. Uh, great to have a, a, a set date that you know I can kind of look forward to, something to look forward to, especially after 12 months where you pretty much don't know when you're coming back. So, uh, for for me to have a goal and a set date to where you know this this is a nice date. Like this could this could really work. It's it's something that's really big for me in this rehab process, and I'm just thankful. Um, and I'm appreciative of everyone who's behind the scenes that you guys don't see that has helped me throughout this process um, with the prayers, uh, with the motivational uh, everything, motivational speeches, motivational quotes, um, to little things like just saying thank you and hope you're doing well. All those stuff mean a lot. Um, and they've helped me through my rehab process. So it takes a village to raise uh and I'm appreciative of it. Everyone in this PACER organization, like Celeste, Chrissy, my man Benner, uh, and people you guys might not get to see every day who have helped me through this process. Um, And I'm truly thankful for them, my coaching staff, um, my teammates, the medical staff here, um, Luke, my guy, um, Jay, my mother, my I could go on and on and on, my sisters, everybody. they have helped me so much and they don't even understand um, even coming in and just seeing the smile on their faces have been very good for me. So uh, I appreciate it from the bottom of my heart to all the Indiana Pacer fans out there, um, all my fans in general, uh, all these teams fan. It, we really appreciate it. Uh, um, you guys didn't have to do that or say or do what you guys did, but you guys did it because you guys care. So it doesn't go unnoticed and, I wish I could thank y'all in a 100 ways, but all I can say is thank you. So, um, But I'm going to show you how thankful I am in my play. I promise you that.
0: Vic, um, <clears throat> what do you make of what the team has done, 23 and 14, without you? What,
1: what are you joining? What are you going to be rejoining?
0: Well,
2: first and foremost, I'm not surprised. I know some other people might be, but <laughs> I'm not surprised because of the talent we have in that locker room. And plus, I see them work every day, so I know how hard those guys work. Um, it's it's an amazing team that we have right now. And, um, you know, I'm looking forward to joining them and helping us go to an even higher level. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, there will be some exciting days to come, hopefully. So I'm just glad to be a part of it. Vic, the team has a Western Road trip before the 29th. Do you expect to be on that trip and be with the
0: team, or will you be – you're working out will you spend more time with the mad ants what's the process from here going forward
2: Uh, honestly i'm not sure um we're we're gonna have to sit down and meet and make sure you know everyone is uh on the same page and obviously see what works best for the team and myself and uh, see whatever is effective uh, uh for my return so i'm not sure i really can't answer that question right now but um i'm sure somehow we'll get it to you
0: all right my thanks to sham Sharania of the Athletic and Stadium for joining me here on this podcast. I had to go straight to the source, the one that broke the news this afternoon that Victor is targeting January 29th for a return. It is at Bankers Life Fieldhouse, so exactly like Paul George, his return will be here in front of the home crowd. And I know right away... One of the first things I did was look at ticket prices for that game, and the original get-in price was $9, and that's not exactly the case anymore, as you would expect now for that game to be in high demand. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to The Athletic to read myself, Shams, and many more of our more than 400 writers. You can today get 40% off the annual price at theathletic.com forward slash Fieldhouse Files. That'll do it for this special edition of The Fieldhouse Files, and I'll talk to you again later this week.